Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast that explores Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. How's it going, man? It's going good, man. I'm just, I'm feeling some pressure. Feeling we, the pressure? Why? Well, we got to get like, we got to, we got to start banking a bunch of episodes. Oh, I gotta, you're leaving again. I know. I have Bye, to. Bye, Jimmy. I know. I got to head out and I got, Michelle and I uh, were on vacation uh, and then I got to go. Where are you going? Where are you going? Well, Italy. We're going to Italy. Oh, you're going to Italy? Well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Doing a wine tour with some friends of You're ours. We're doing a wine tour in Italy. We're going to stay in the Campania region. And listen, okay, okay. We got friends that are in London. They're going to meet us there. Uh, and then I have to go to France for a business trip. And oh. the girls are going to meet us there. And then we're going to go through uh, Paris. Ooh, Johnny Depp. Johnny he lives Depp. there. You should go say hi to Johnny Depp. I'll go Depp. say hi to him. Right. So, so yeah, really excited. Greg and Alice are going to meet us there. And then we're just going to- Whoa, 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 whoa. What? Who's going? The Earls. No way. Yeah, they're going to meet us. Uh, they're gonna oh, meet how us come you're taking the Earls? Why are you taking, take, the, you're you're taking, taking the Earls? Taking you're not taking them. us. I'm not taking You're them. totally taking them, aren't you? Them. I'm going to ask. I'm going to ask. And right now, they they keep blowing up my phone. We're kind of planning, mm-hmm. you know, what uh, what sites to see and all that. But anyways, they're going to go there. They're going to go to a meeting uh, in, in Amboys. Oh, the, the, so there, there's like a half an hour of work you have to do there while you're there? Okay. Well, it takes two hours to get there. Mm-hmm. And then I got a, a couple hour meeting. There's probably some winery you're going to stop by on the way. Yeah, we're going to Rent a car that goes mm-hmm. through the countryside there. Okay. And, yeah. yeah, sounds fun, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's sounds gonna be fun. good. So we got to bank all these episodes, then. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we, while you're gone, mm. I will have some French dressing on my salad. Oh, okay, so yes. it's like we're together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, uh, we're doing a bonus episode because uh, over the weekend um, the internet got all got all hot and bothered. What does that happen to the internet? You know, sometimes the internet gets um, its undergarments all bunched up. And uh, and people start tweaking, freaking, whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. It happens a lot, I guess. And a lot of and people that we like uh, jump in, and sometimes they say things. They just tell people get over. They overreact. People are overreacting all the time. It's it just feels like every time I turn on Twitter or whatever else. Everything is a test of orthodoxy. <laughs> Everything. Yeah, well, this Man, time. I would hate, seriously, though, I, I don't even know if Jesus would pass these tests of orthodoxy. Uh, I think people would have some some trouble with Jesus uh, for sure. So Matt Smethurst, uh, we know him. We Smothers, like him. Yep. Uh, Smothers, Smothers, I, I love his Smothers jam. Brothers. <laughs> he um, is my jam, and I love his jam. Uh, he made a, a statement on October 3rd, 2019. He said, Adam fell. Noah got drunk. Abraham lied, Jacob cheated, Moses murdered, Rahab prostituted, David fornicated, Jonah fled, Thomas doubted, Peter denied, Paul persecuted, we rebelled, Jesus redeems. That, 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 that's, that's good. That's a good one. I like that. that that's a good one. Matt. Matt. That's, that's, that's gospel wisdom right there. That's, yeah, that's a retweetable. Uh, now, um, Rachel. Rachel D. We like her. Yeah. Yeah. Love what uh, she has exposed. Uh, she put, David raped. It's important we get that right. So she's responding to when he said David fornicated. Yep. And she's like, eh, you know, not so much fornication. I mean, it, it, more rape, really. Yeah, yeah. And then um, somebody hit the nuclear button. It wasn't Trump. And uh, and people started losing their minds. As one does on Twitter. I mean, you would have think she said, I mean, something that I wouldn't even say, like something about David that would be completely uh, unfair. 
But there are people that argue that what David did to Bathsheba was rape. And there are other people would say, well, maybe it's not rape, it's something else. And other people would, listen, you read some of these old doc, uh, what are the commentaries? You read some of the old commentaries and they're like, yo man, Bathsheba was flirting. She's on the roof. She's stripping. She's bathing out there, hoping somebody's going to see her. They, I, I've read people. And yeah, they can, really put it like that she caused, she was purposely trying to tempt. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> hey guys, um, Bathsheba wasn't like ratchet and crazy. Okay. She yeah. was, uh, uh, just, <laughs> she, just nah, I'm just saying like you got y'all are acting like like she is down to clown and <laughs> she was not that is not the depiction that we have of her right so let's uh, let's look at the account Jimmy it's in second uh, Samuel 11 two through five that's yep. two three four five four verses let's all freak out about it okay I'm gonna read this uh, it happened late one afternoon when David arose from his couch and was walking on the roof of the king's house that he saw for the roof a woman bathing, and the woman was very beautiful. And David sent and inquired about the woman, and one said, Is not this Bathsheba the daughter of Eliam, Eliam, the wife of Uriah the Hittite? So David sent messengers and took her, and she came to him, and he lay with her. Now she had been purifying herself from her uncleanness. Then she returned to her house, and the woman conceived, and she sent and told David, I am pregnant. Let's make a few observations here. Yep. Um, okay. Was Bathsheba bathing on the roof? No, no, it, does, it doesn't say that. It says that he saw from his, woo, his roof a woman bathing. Okay. So he could have been, you know, a little peeping Tom. He was peeking. Yeah. He was peeking. He was looking down, uh, and so it doesn't say that she was on the roof. It says that he could see her from his roof. Yep. Stop saying that she was bathing on the roof, everybody. It doesn't say that. Yep. They're all so serious about, hey, only say what the scripture says. Well, let's start there. Stop yep. saying stuff the scripture doesn't say. And also, um, David was like, who dad? Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't know who he she inquired. is. Yep. There's no relationship. He's like, who's that? They tell him. And so what does he do? He sent messengers. All right. And, and it says they took her. They took her. That that and, well, right there is, is okay. a pretty strong language. So they took her. She came to him. That's what a lot of people want to put. Well, she came to him. Okay. <laughs> what do you, what do you think is going to happen when the king uh, sends his men to take you and bring you to his chambers? Uh, you you come to him. That's, that's what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what else you would do i don't know what she would do in that situation of course there's lots of things that you know we we would want to you know suggest i suppose um but this is not a romantic hookup that's not what this this doesn't read like that to me no no this is not what is that is that 50 shades this is not 50 shades no is that that, if i get the right reference i don't read your girl books man i don't know what you're talking about okay yeah cool and not all girls but it's popular among women don't everybody start yelling at me don't at me don't at me Fifty Shades of Thorn. Okay, so is this rape? That's the question. Well, you got to define rape, and defining rape is really hard to do these days. Lots of definitions, but the Department of Justice essentially says, and this doesn't mean that this is the the definition, just picking one, right? Yeah. That essentially says, I don't want to get too graphic, but it essentially says that it is some sort of sexual activity involving penetration that is non-consensual, okay? Meaning like, you don't want to do it. You're not saying I'm I'm down for this. Uh, something is happening to you. One person is a victim. Now, in this passage, Jimmy, how active does Bathsheba seem to you? She seems very very passive. She's not active, uh, and I don't really see that she's necessarily consenting. Right. 
Now, if you want to say she's consenting, you got to read that into the text. Yeah, I, now, I don't read that in the text. So do I have to say that she's not? Well, I don't have to say that she's not doing a bunch of things. If it doesn't say she's doing something, then I, I'm not going to say that she, you know what I mean? It's mm. like, I don't have to say that she was wearing a rainbow clown wig um, because it. I don't have to say she's, I don't have to prove that she's not doing that. Well, it doesn't, there's no Did show. You say her, rainbow clown wig? You know, so wig? some clowns wear wigs and they're like those big Afro wigs and some of them are rainbow. Those like okay. blue and red and orange and yellow and green. Uh-huh. Yeah. You've never seen that? No, no, I have. I'm just wondering. That's a weird thing to bring in well, to this situation. The point is, as ridiculous as that is, I don't have to prove what she didn't do from Scripture because there's a million things she didn't do. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to prove what you're saying she did do. There is no consent. Now, we've already said it doesn't appear to us that she's tempting David. All right. But here's the thing. Or Ra- anyone else for that matter. Ra- Rachel, um, you know, follows up her tweet uh, arguing from Second Samuel 12 when Nathan steps in. Right. Yep. Uh, so she says to start when Nathan tells David the parable, of the rich man who took the you, the he, the you, it's a you, you, uh, David is portrayed as stealing, not as two people running off together. Bathsheba is portrayed as an innocent lamb that is slaughtered. That is the exact imagery for rape from the Old Testament. So she's making the case that this is rape. Now, when I look at this, if I'm being honest, uh, which I'm. I'm always honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm glad you're finally being honest. Uh, I'm always honest. Mm-hmm. I'm not convinced it is rape. I think it could be rape. I don't know. I don't know that that is as clearly spelled out as I would want it to be to say this is definitely rape, depending on the definition. It could be. It certainly could be. But whatever it is, it's definitely an abuse of power. It's definitely him sexually manipulating somebody, taking advantage of somebody. And if that constitutes rape, then it's rape. This is definitely sexual abuse. It it has to be sexual abuse. Listen, you use your power, your authority. This is why when – oh, bro, sometimes I just want to leave the SBC. Uh Oh, here we go. I just want to leave the SBC. You're going to talk about this one? I'm not going to talk about it. No, you can talk about it. Talk about it. You already mentioned it. You already mentioned it. Now you got to say it. So when I was at Southern, there was a professor there named David Sills. And um, there's an allegation made by a former student of his that he had groomed her and lured her into a sexual relationship. Now, here's the thing with this girl. Uh, she didn't go public with it. She didn't tell anybody. And she says, listen, I was a willing participant in this. All right. So I'm, I've sinned in this, but I'm still a victim in that my professor who had authority over me, whom I looked up to, really kind of manipulated the situation. And of course, I, I agree with that. And... Um, to do that, if you're a boss, if you're a professor, when you start putting the moves on somebody over whom you have authority, you are abusing your power. It's a yeah. very tricky situation. This does not mean that a boss can't ever fall in love with a, a person that works for him and they can get married. That doesn't mean that that can't happen. It certainly can. But it is incredibly complicated and it is ripe for abuse, that sort of a situation. And so, yeah, this is um, – I, I would I think it's abuse. Now some people are saying it's definitely not <clears throat> definitely not abuse, and they appeal to uh, <clears throat> they appeal to chapter thirteen, where Tamar is raped. So so give me an understanding why why are they appealing there? All right, so if we let me I'm gonna scroll down here in my Lagos Bible app, Second uh, Samuel thirteen, Amnon and Tamar. It says now um, Absalom David's son. Uh, had a beautiful sister whose name was Tamar. And after a time, Amnon, David's son, 
loved her. And Amnon was so tormented that he made himself ill because of his sister Tamar, for she was a virgin, and it seemed impossible to Amnon to do anything to her. But Amnon had a friend, this guy's great, whose name is Jonadab, the son of Shemaiah, David's brother. And Jonadab was a very crafty man, and he said to him, O son of the king, why are you so haggard uh, morning after morning? Will you not tell me? And Amnon said, I love Tamar, my brother Absalom's sister. And Jonadab said to him, just lie down on your bed, pretend to be sick, and you can orchestrate it so that you can have uh, Tamar come in, cook food for you, feed you, and then ba-boom, you can make it happen. You put your moves on her. So um, this uh, this happens. Uh, she feeds him, and he says, come lie with me, my sister. And she's disgusted, mm-hmm. right? She says, no, my brother, do not violate me, for such a thing is not done in Israel. Do not do this outrageous thing. Objection, non-consent, like standing up to this fool saying, no way. Of course, he's not a king, you know? Yeah. So... Anyway, and uh, they're, they're relatives. And uh, she says, as for me, where could I carry my shame? And as for you, you would be one of the most outrageous fools in Israel. Now, therefore, please speak to the king, for he will not withhold me from you. But he would not listen to her. Being stronger than she, he violated her and lay with her. So there we have a clear depiction of rape in the same book, two chapters down. Um, so some people are saying, listen, if if they wanted to make a whole thing about how David raped Bathsheba, it would have they just would have said something like this, that he uh, violated her and lay with her. And I think that that's a, a fair observation to make. Like, listen, we, a couple chapters down, we have a very clear account of rape. And what we have up above in chapter 11 is not as clear of an account of the situation. It's, it's more vague. And therefore, we don't have all of the questions that we might have answered. So I, I think that's why. You know, some people would say, well, this is rape. I don't know that the, the account above is rape. But in the end, okay, let's just say like, so I don't know where I stand. Jimmy, where do you stand? Do you, do you think, would, are you going to say David's treatment of Bathsheba constitutes rape? That's hard. That That's hard. I I, I see the word that he took her, right? And, I, and I, I think I'm putting my own, you know, preconceived notions behind that word. Right. And saying, like, I, I read into that something more of an aggressiveness mm-hmm. to it, right? Yeah. Um, but I, 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 for the reason that you said, I, I, I don't want to say what Scripture itself is not saying. And it may be saying that, and we just may be interpreting it wrong, right? Correct. Like, I'm, op- that, I'm more open to that. What, what, I, what I do believe, though, that this is, this is an abuse of power. This for sure is sexual abuse. Uh, this was manipulation. I, I do think uh, David used his position, manipulated her, and took totally. advantage of her. Totally. It's disgusting. Look, people people freak out like, how dare you say David? David murdered a dude. <laughs> like, yep. why, are you, why are you tripping? To, to, to investigate this and to conclude, some people conclude, well, it looks to me like David raped her. And you, people are, their hats are flipping off their heads, their monocles are dropping out of their eyes. It's like, look, man, either you can interpret this either way. You can interpret it and be a faithful biblical Christian who loves God and loves his people and conclude that um, that David raped Bathsheba. Like John Piper. He said it was rape in 2008. Um, you know, that what, that's like 11 years ago? Before he went crazy. Um, oh, he didn't go crazy. Maybe. Either way, this view, well, either way you interpret it, 
is not necessarily the end of one's orthodoxy. It does not mean that you are a social justice warrior that is redefining all of your terms. And if you interpret it that it's not rape, that doesn't necessarily mean that you don't care about victims and assault. Now, the reason, though, this is important is because the church oftentimes does hide or downplay sexual assault and rape. Yeah. In our own denomination, we've seen it, where I think Baptist Press on that David Sills thing basically ref- just kind of inappropriate behavior. Yeah, just like treated it, just wasn't honest about it. And it, so, yeah, w- these are important issues. We need to learn how to talk about these things, how to think about these things biblically, theologically, and culturally. Right? We have to be able to do that. We have to be able to communicate and understand what's going on. We got to define our terms. Um, so this is important. We're not, we're not just whether or not David raped Bathsheba uh, does not change the the meaning of the story or God's mm. redemptive work in David's life, but it is important because of how many in the church are dealing with the issue of rape. And uh, I think we need to be honest. We need to, and we need to calm down a little bit. A lot of people are looking foolish because they're so freaking out about this, um, this interpretation. I don't think it's, uh, I don't think it, listen, people are raping and killing in the Bible. Um, yeah. If, if, if you can't see that many of the people that, uh, we look at and look to and read in the scripture who were used by God were miserable sinners like the rest of us. If you can't see that, I think we've got a problem. I think yeah. we've got a pretty big problem. But overall, Jimmy, this, um, it's, I think it's a good conversation to have. By the way, a lot of the people on that thread that Rachel created, a lot of good comments. Yeah. A, a, lot, a lot of uh, balanced comments from both sides. Not everybody was on 11. Yeah. But uh, but some people were. Too many people were, uh, were, were freaking out about it as if, uh, you know, what they really need to do is to, is to prove that, um, you know, David was more righteous than uh, that she is suggesting. Um, I don't feel the need to do that. I think most of us are 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 happy to read the Bible and try to understand it and accept it for what it says and how it depicts God's people, which is never in uh, the most amazing light. Well, we'd love to hear your thoughts. You can follow us online on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Devo or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head to the website, DoctrineVotion.com. There you can contact us. You can send up for the email blast or hit the store, JoeFoStore.com and grab some gear. Fresh pot every Monday and Thursday. Blog post on Wednesdays. Later. Later.